0: Yes, yeah, it's about that time, you already know Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show John, Tanner, Ryan This DJ Jeremiah
1: oh
2: We bringing the heat, man, this joint be fire like We in the
3: feel, we in the field We in the feel we in the feel. Just put it in work, we raising the bar You
2: tuned in to the track stops.
1: Yeah, back in the field with the Track Stars. Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner,
3: DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, for all things Track Stars, make sure you go to TrackStarsWithAZ.com, follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel.
1: We have a very special guest with us today. We got Paul. You are a filmmaker. You just uh, made a film called The List. Yes, sir. Please, please, please tell us more about it.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, the The film I created is called The List. Uh, this film is about a um, 30-year-old guy from Chicago uh, who's, who actually was raised by a single mom. Uh, and uh, her, 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 his mom uh, was actually left by like, a 19-year-old guy um, and um, left basically to raise the kid on, on, on her own. Uh, and his name is Jerry. So what Jerry decided to do at a very young age was start to keep a list mm-hmm. of all the things... That he wished his father had taught him, um, and what he did, uh, he actually he actually had a kid himself at age by his thirties. So he decided, and he started to see similarities in his kid that he had gone through. So he decided to figure out, okay, what's going on here? and I, I don't want to repeat this. So he decided to take off and go find his own dad, which he did find. He found his dad uh, on on his deathbed, and. Basically, he decided. Okay, I need to figure out why you did, why you left me, and why all these things on this list. He needs to know about. So he decides that they go in this room. They go into the room, uh, the hospital room, and um, they just go at it. Mm. They just go at it. Um, and it's, you know, it's just just him and his father going through this list. And of course, his father really don't want to deal with it. He just, I mean, he's dying from cancer. and He just thought he would get. Out uh, scot-free, you know, mm. and not have to deal with this. Uh, in other words, it's done. There's nothing I could do to to, to, um, to reverse it. It's already done. Uh, but Jerry, his son, decides, No, I need answers. Wow. Mm. Wow. I need answers before before it's all said. Of course, he's he's uh he, you know he doesn't, he doesn't want him to die or anything. But before you before you leave this earth, you need to explain yourself so that mm. I can understand why you know why you left. Mm -hmm.
1: Wow. Uh, That's powerful, man. Um, Before we get into the meaning of that, because there's a lot to ask about that, Mm -hmm. tell them who you are,
2: how you started doing film, and why you're drawn to this. Okay. Uh, Again, my name is Paul Sherman, um, and I've actually started out in... uh, doing music. I've been, you know, I've been a musician for like 40, 30 years. I'm actually 66 and I'm re- just retired. So I'm getting music. to live my dream and do what <laughs> I want to do at this point. Awesome. Uh, I've always been an artist. Uh, whether it be music, books, film, uh, that's just kind of who I've always been. Mm. Uh, it, it take, it's taken many uh, creative um, avenues, but it's always come out as being an artist. Uh, I got into film you know, kind of God just led me to this film in particular. It was, it was, it was needed. Mm-hmm. It was something that, uh, you know, most of the men and young men in my life and in my family, or they either went through, lived, lived this life, or they know somebody who did. Uh, and it doesn't always have to be where, um, you know, your father's not in your life. Uh, every guy has some sort of list. Yeah even if even if your father lives in the household with you i've i've run into guys who they don't even know who their dad is he doesn't know them either so that's a whole nother list but every man has her has her own list and um it's like an emotional womb that follows you for your for the rest of your life it shapes who you are shapes your decisions it shapes it's really really powerful um and again, this movie—you would think it's just a father and son story, so it's only going to affect men. Mm. That's not true. Right. It's, I mean, it's even deeper than that. I, I'm noticing every day the more layers and layers and layers that uh, of people that it affects by people who watch it, and they come to me with a whole different twist on it. Um, right. You know, it—it also—it's a—it's a—it's a story that um, that affects women, you know, in their choices in who their husband's going to be, you know, who got the guy because guys that have gone through this, um, somewhere in their psyche, it's, you know, it could, it could be there. It can be yeah. an issue. Yeah. And I'm hoping to put a lot of it out on the table so people can see, okay, this might be an issue for this guy, even if he doesn't know it, yeah. you know, why he acts this way and why it could be from your, your, your emotional wound that, that, that was there, um, yeah, and I, and, I, and I didn't want to leave i didn't want this film to be uh bash your dad let me let me back up there's always one statement I always make when I first start to interview to to let people know that I'm not perfect yeah here's the, here's the, here's the situation I've been the son and I've been sad to say the father oh, wow. hmm. so I have and and it was difficult for me to write because of that because um it was easy because i 've been the father and i 've been the son, but it was hard because I had to go through the whole thing again yeah. emotionally mm-hmm. um and I just uh I, like I said I thought this story needed it, it was necessary this this mo- a lot of films I feel personally are not necessary mm. this film <laughs> affects so many men it has nothing to do with status uh race it 's just uh you know we 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 all have things in our past that that will dictate what we act like, how we act, what we do um, yeah. and I didn't want to leave this thing in the dark, so the end of the movie has a a positive twist mm-hmm. and i I always look at every situation whether especially if it's negative, I'm always looking for Where's the positive? Mm. How do we get to that? What do we do to leave this thing in a, in a positive, um, positive zone or whatever? Yeah. I, I, I don't like leaving things, you know, almost as I found them. Mm. So this is another reason why this story was necessary um, to be told. Why God chose me? I guess because I'm obedient, for one. Yeah. And no matter how difficult and the challenge may be, I go into it knowing I'm going to get there because this is my assignment
1: was interesting i actually had a list conversation with my dad before he passed Mm -hmm. not not right when he passed Mm -hmm. thank god i was able to heal a lot of our problems well before he got sick Mm -hmm. but i had a similar thing where it was like you know doing track stars Mm -hmm. my dad at first he didn't believe in you know me doing this he wanted me to have a regular job do regular stuff you know and i always kind of bucked against that and i remember Mm -hmm. telling him one day i'm like that you just you never believed I could do well in in Christian mm-hmm. hip hop or in in, in, in yeah. with track stars and all that you just wanted me to do all that stuff so yeah. I ended up doing both I did yeah. the regular job thing yes. I showed him I could do that yes.
2: you, you know. yes. and then I also did I also
1: did this and yeah. I showed him I'm I'm capable of yeah. doing these things and yeah. before in that conversation um, he I remember after that conversation it took a while to heal but. He started wearing track star shirts. Wow. You yeah. remember he used to wear yeah. the one D yeah. shirt, my yeah, album yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he finally understood that this passion I had for God. Yes. He had it too, but in a totally different way. But right. he yeah. finally realized that he passed the best part of himself down to me. Yes. So yes. Yes. That That's I, great.
2: It, it really resonated with me. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I um you know, it even even I I always think back uh when we were on set shooting this, um, and it was predominantly all, all, men, all men, you know, on set. We had to stop take, stop take after take. I mean, in between takes, everybody had a daddy-father a daddy, story. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just amazing because, when, when I, like I say, when I wrote this, I didn't know it was going to have that, that deep of an impact, you know. Uh, God surprises you all the time what he's going to do with the work. Mm-hmm. He always has a plan that you don't even see.
3: Right. Yeah
2: you know, yeah. that you won't even see. Um, and uh, just like I said, just having, a, and, and even if it doesn't affect you personally, if you didn't have to go through this, you might have had your dad or what have you, you know somebody, you yeah. have a cousin, yeah. you have an uncle, you have a brother, uh, a half brother, what have you. And we all have something like this going on. Um, and, and I always think of, um, this is a, this is, I mean, I, I know men, I guess it's another reason why God sent me this assignment. I'm a man. I know men better than I know anything. Yeah, you know, on. and and, and uh, I I'm I can assume a lot of women going you're going to say because I have three daughters, and they all going to say I have one son, three daughters, and they are all going to say well, what about the women? That's a whole nother story. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a whole nother story. And with, whether I'll be the the person to bring it, you know, to light, I don't know. Mm. You know, but I know I know women. That's a different challenge. I you know I got a wife, and it's kind of. Sometimes mm. I don't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm kind of yeah. glad he didn't send me that assignment, yeah. uh, but he sent me this one, and it was a challenge. There it, it was moments that um, was really hard. Mm. Wow, mm-hmm. you know, were really hard. Yeah. Um, uh, and it, like I said, this is my, this was our, my wife and myself. This is our first attempt. Yeah. So there was a lot of things that that uh, we come we come up against that I had never seen before. Mm. But like I always say, when 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 you got God as your business partner, mm. I just keep putting one foot one foot, and He's always mm. right there. Like, okay, I got I'm opening this door, yeah. I'm opening that door. You know that that's pretty much how I'm I got here. Even yeah, you know, I didn't see it coming. I was hoping and praying, but you know, and I just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Even just with just with writing it, writing this thing, and after it was done, uh, it took on a whole nother life. When these mm-hmm. guys set out, and I actually started to hear, and and they put the feeling into the words, I didn't recognize my own work. But like wow. I always say, that's not my work; that's God's yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do, do you do you think that like in the film it, it has some markers that he the father? I mean, the son was saying to the father, that's like some some markers that did you think think to put in, like you know. Talking about certain things that were like men situations, like it was a part talking about the Million Man March. It was a part oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. like did you consciously say, hey, I gotta put certain things in here that people could be like, man, I related to that so I, much.
2: I did. I did. I, actually um like I said, i never been to the Million Man March. Yeah. But I can only assume what it would have been like. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. to go with it with your father.
0: Yeah. That's mm-hmm.
2: that's huge, man. You know. Uh, my personal things, like, you know, he had things on, like, riding a bike, driving a car, you know, shaving. Um, I mean, I had shaving, I mean, as, as just say a black man, we have a tough time with shaving because of our, of our, of our, of our skin and our texture of our hair, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, we have hair bumps and stuff. So my whole, throughout my entire 20s and 30s, I had a horrible time trying to shave. Mm -hmm. Um, so luckily, I got a mentor. Or some, you know, later that showed me, "Hey, here's the steps," and it helped me. So, but that was something my dad should have been there to do, mm-hmm. you know. And he yeah. and he wasn't. Um, like I said, driving a car, it shouldn't have took you know my aunt or somebody like that. To not, not, nothing wrong with that, but it's just a different experience when your dad taught you how to drive, right. you know, yeah. uh, riding a bike, your dad running behind you, you barely can, you know, stay up on two wheels. He took your training wheels off. Mm-hmm. Those are major, <laughs> man. Those mm-hmm. are major. Yeah. And even men, you know, I don't think um, consciously that we realize that, but in our subconscious, you remember those things. You know, you're know, you falling down, you know, busting up your knee, and your dad picking you up, taking you home while you try, you know, you're trying to learn to ride. You just took mm-hmm. your training wheels off. Those are major. Those are major things. Um, And like I said, I'm not here to to bash our dad because, you know, uh, I don't know what they went through. Right. You know, uh, they did. I'm sure like uh, me being a dad, we do the best we can do. You know, we do the best we can do. Are we going to be perfect at it? No. No. But we we, we keep moving forward, keep trying to do the best we can do every day doing what dads do. Wow. You know, so, yeah, it's been a a pretty... uh, deep experience uh and every time i'd speak to someone else like i said they come with a whole something that i didn't even see that was in the in the movie um and and did i do it purposely you know put that layer in there probably not but you know subconsciously maybe you know and then just talking to people while i was working on it i was picking up things you know Mm -hmm. and that i didn't even think about yeah wow
3: wow i think i think one of the things that you know we all can say is probably, um, everybody has a list. Exactly. Everybody has a list. I I remember my father passed, you know, 30 days before my first child was born. Wow. And I think about it all the time. Like, even though he was there for me as a parent, you know, raising me, there's still questions that I now have as mm-hmm. a parent mm-hmm. that I can't ask him. Yes. Um, and it, it affects, I think, you know, just everything you know mm-hmm. how, the decisions that you make the, the the choices that you have to choose between um, when it comes to you know providing and being exactly. a caretaker I know for me I started off with three girls first and then mm-hmm. I got my boy mm-hmm. um, but for my girls it was you know everything was a yes yeah. and it still kind of is yeah. you know? <laughs> to this day it's hard for me to yeah. it's hard for me yeah. to, to, <laughs> to tell them something and think about what that, would do to them, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what the no means and yeah. what the you know, um I, I guess you know discipline. Mm-hmm. You know what that discipline looks like for them because I've I had the situation where I always say I'm taking something away, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I I never let them live through that pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say because of what you did today, you're not going to get a treat the next time your sisters get one, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And. I never go through with that because right. I don't want them to live through that pain. Right. And that to be a trigger long term for right. them. Like right. I remember exactly. when my dad didn't give me such and such and I had to sit back and watch my daughter, my sisters get what they wanted. Uh-huh. And I didn't get it. And I feel that way all the time. Yeah. But I also feel like, man, did they learn the lesson because they just turned around and did it. The right <laughs> time, you know? So um, just kind of talking to them doesn't feel like it's enough. And so I feel like, you know, we all have lists that we would make. Um, for, for anyone, anyone, mm-hmm. even even friends that you no longer speak to, maybe from high school or college, there's a list of things you, you wanted to say that you should probably have said, you know, long time ago mm-hmm. about friendship and yeah. about yeah. you know the way you guys uh, felt about one another. So there's 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 a list of everything I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is even in it relationships, is. it is marriages, you know. Yes, yes, it, it mm-hmm.
2: definitely is. You know, I, I um recently uh, I have I have a younger cousin. That uh, he's he's just been through a lot of stuff, but he's. I told him just this week. I said, you know, you're the you're the strongest man I've ever seen in my life because mm. I, I he's, he's about four years five years younger than than myself, and I told him I said, I know your history. I know everything that you've gone through, and I see where you are today. Most people don't make it that far. Like you know, they quit, and uh, he's seen the movie. He saw a rough draft. He's, and he's never opened up at all anything about you know other than the obvious stuff that I, that I see he opened up to me and started telling me his personal feelings and things that he's gone through mm. I had never ever heard mm. in my life and I knew I've known this boy known this guy my entire life mm. and he it was it was through this watching this film that cracked it open for him enough to say okay, I feel secure enough to let you know this, you know. Uh, and I had another uh, close friend of mine I've known over 30 years, or even 40, 50 years, um, on, to, 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 to show a, another side of it. His dad was the, was the guy in the neighborhood that always made sure all of us had, uh, you know, work. And he had his own construction company. Mm-hmm. He taught me my work ethic. He taught me how to get up in the morning. And he was my superhero, you know, in so many words. He and I sat in the car, like, last week, and he told me, my dad wasn't who you thought he was. Wow. And I said, wait, 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 wait. He said, no, man. And it was after watching this film. He started to tell me stuff that I never... But, you know, that was his biological dad, not mine. So he knew a lot more than I did. And most of the stuff, long story short, it had to do with his dad getting remarried, putting together a blended family, and it just didn't work the way it always should. Mm. But... I was still surprised at some of the choices and some of the things that his dad had done that I didn't know you know, know, about until he told me. Um, so I'm just saying, this, this, this film opens up guys. and Guys are hard enough to crack when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Most, and I've talked to some guys, and they even my own brother, uh, he won't give me anything. He won't, I, and I told him, I said, just give me a, an interview. Or, you know, nothing. He shuts down mm. completely. Wow. He, he and I, we don't have the same father, um, but and I and his father as far as I know is still living mm. and I said you should try and create a relationship mm. because if I were you and no matter what he did what he said he's still living he's your dad yeah try and do get something out of it
1: yeah
2: he won't and mm. even watching this film didn't crack him I'm not saying he's not he's gonna be here this weekend <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> they're watching it on a big screen and he might come to me and say hey yeah You're right, man. I just needed to see this to to come around to it. Mm -hmm. So what do you recommend
1: for young men with lists, but they either they don't know their dad or they didn't have a chance like I did to Mm -hmm. share their list with their father before they passed? What what do you do
2: with that? Wow, that's a tough one, man. Um, One thing is to is to talk about it for sure. Um, Try and find another. He would never take the place of your father. Mm-hmm. Try and find another mentor or older gentleman who's been through some stuff, yeah. because no nobody want to talk to anybody, uh, somebody that's never, never this perfect. Right. You know, find another person that can also mentor you. you. Can you can't change the past. The only thing you can control is today, and not even the future exists. Today is what you have. That's yeah. what you control. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I live. I, I live in the I live in the pre- I live in the now in the present. So, find someone that can help you get to that next spot. Will it ever heal everything? Probably not, but don't pass it on That's the main thing I could tell me, tell, tell a guy uh, because what was done to you, you, you don't want to pass it to the next generation and, yeah. if you can, and even if you can mm. catch the next guy and put him on the right path, mm. then that's going to create the path for the the, guy, the next yeah. his grandchild after that and yeah. after that so. I'm not sure how you fix you and me personally. That's done already. Yeah. How we how we take care of our future, our ch- our, our children and our grandchildren, that's what we need to try yeah. and pass on that's because awesome. that's what we have control over. Um, and it's sad to say we might not ever get healed the way we really want to. I don't I don't I don't really have the answer for that. Mm. I just have the answer for the future. Yeah. You know, um, and which is what i'm hoping this this film actually does you know um it creates dialogue um and i'm hoping that this 10 years from now five years from now this won't be a hot topic yeah mm-hmm. that we wow. continue to talk about yeah um you know and that's that's my that's my prayer my wish out of the movie i always like to put stuff in the universe that has um that has a, a positive spin on things, and that makes change. Yeah. You know, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave here leaving uh, everything the way it was, right. or worse. I wanted. I want to leave here knowing that I made a difference, and the things that I did, they made a difference, and they're still here to continually to make a difference. This movie, is film, will be around longer after I'm gone. Yeah, and I never know how God's going to use it. He might have a plan for this thing. To be used 25 years from now, from right. a kid who's sitting in the basement, wanting to do something to himself. I mm-hmm. don't know how he's going to use it. Uh, mm-hmm. I just put out into the world what he tells me to, and yeah, let him, let it, him whether do it, it. whether it be books, music, film, and let him. Because you don't know you don't know how he's planning. It, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and it yeah. might not be uh, something that you're going to see right now, today. Because yeah. it might not be about you. What mm-hmm. he what he had, what he had mm-hmm. you do for him might not be about you yeah. right sure, now. Sure. So that's, that's another thing I, I think that I'd I like to pass on to young people to let them know. It might not always be about just you right now. You know, how he's going to use it, you might not ever even see it. Yeah. But he probably has a plan. If you did what he told you to do, he don't do anything just for nothing. He's got a plan for that. And it might not, wow. it might not show itself for the next 20 years, you know, but do what you're supposed to do that's right.
1: awesome Jerry Jerry can you put that link back up I want everybody to go support this film yeah Um, I want to see it one day be a feature ah. let's let's make it happen we're working on it let's <laughs> make it happen let's support this film it's a very very important topic please 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 support Paul thank you for coming you yeah much. great stuff great stuff I appreciate it all right let's get back into it you in the field with the track stars Ryan righteous Sean Tana DJ Jeremiah let's go it's time for the entertainment
0: report
2: with Jeremiah.
0: Yo, yo, yo! It's entertainment report time. Let's get this bad boy going. Hi, right, man. First, I'm sorry. The Carly Russell story. Carly Russell shocked, shocking admission <laughs> that her uh. kidnapping was a hoax. The 25 year old nursing student now faces charges stemming from her false abduction claims, according to the authorities in Hoover, Alabama. Russell turned herself in Friday to police and has since bonded out. She is charged with false reporting to law enforcement and false reporting an incident, both misdemeanors, according to Hoover Police Chief Nick Um, mm-hmm. um, um Her lawyers said in a press conference that she apologized for her actions to the community and she asks for your forgiveness and prayers. So, what do you
3: guys think? How um, how mad can we be at her? Very, very, like, mad. like because for me, I'm like I'm sitting there the whole time, and I'm I'm watching, you know, listening to these different reports and stuff, and I'm like, she can't get the Jesse Smollett treatment. She can't get that little slap on the wrist thing. She gotta, she gotta go. Well, it look, she like gotta it go is, away. a a
0: is a fine, ain't it? It's not like no. Nah, no time. she
3: she needs to serve time for that.
0: They just said a misdemeanor.
3: I don't know. I mean, I don't know about a misdemeanor, but they need to they need to charge her for. I mean. They need to charge her for something else, cause that was like—I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching, you know, twelve police cars lined up on the highway, dogs searching for her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's—that's that's too much resource. That's too many resources to take, to take from our community. People praying, prayer vigils on the ground. Like this is too much. You can't just get away with that. That's crazy. That's the case. I got some things. Never mind. Oh, you weren't were here when we got there, so this is him. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> he, he had to watch it. Watch, we talked about it. Alright man, so that that's actually pretty funny, bro. Like that, that's how I was just saying. Indie Tribe is hitting below the belt. All right, man. Indie Tribe is gearing up for their new project, which will drop right before um, Smoke 23 following their debut project, Upper Hand. Um, their new project will be called Low Blow. It is set to release on August 4th. No Big Deal said if you pre-order the new album, Low Blow, you will receive four unreleased records from every member of the tribe. Take a screenshot of um, your pre-order and email it to Low Blow Songs at gmail.com they will send you four songs they are the number two for pre-orders right now go to iTunes so they can get that number one spot so yeah man shout out to them man they they doing it man they got a lot of stuff going I wonder why so, it's called Low Blow what do you, what you guys think
3: uh, they've been they've been taking punches for <laughs> quite some time they've been, they've, been, they've been having to hit back too so, it's does. been crazy like, it's been crazy for them
0: all right, man. Um, and this next story is a, a, a big one, man. Um, first off, our guy, Crispy. Shout out to Crispy. He's in the on chat. Um, coming next year, he wants everybody to know about this. Coming next year, July 2024th, he, um, he's our social media guy. He's always in the chat. He's always doing stuff for us online. Uh, he's making his triumph return after six years after a horrible at, um, acid attack to share his testimony, talk about the Lord. And he um and talk about more other stuff in Nashville Tennessee. This is an open invitation to the Track Stars Universe to come out and chill with Crispy. If you remember the story, mm-hmm. um, he got um, acid thrown on him, and uh, we did a big GoFundMe. We had yeah. and honestly, the CJ's community really showed up for yeah. like never before, man, and it was really big and
3: huge, man, and um, yeah, man, so. We need him to show up for this too, though.
0: Yeah, like
3: this, <laughs> yeah. we need him to show up for this yeah. too. Like this, also, you know. However, he plans to roll this out. This needs to be national news.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was. I mean, because it was. Na- it was kind of national. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, we local. got
1: we got our friend Wendy Corona from um, WSB TV here in Atlanta to contact some people in yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, they ran a story. Um, shout out to every uh, um, Derek Minor, LaCrae, Social Club, Andy. There were so many people who. Pitched yeah. Swift, Swift, yeah, Swift. Swift was was so many people sent crispy messages while he yeah. was um, when he you know all he could do was listen to things. Um, it, it really made a big difference. I was very impressed with the way everybody responded and yeah. selflessly. They got nothing yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I told him whatever you send me, I'm not going to post it. Yeah, so it was really just for him. You know? Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was it was amazing.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So we just um we just we just happy that he's in a greater place. And stuff, and and I'm sure he say when you, he come talk to when you yeah. come see him and talk to him, he, he got more to do also. So, but yeah, man, that's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. All right, man. Last story of the week, Unne- unnecessary L of the week. She did it for TV. A woman who says she won the 1.8 billion jackpot was accused of lying by the granddaughter of the owner of the store where the ticket was sold. The woman began crying and responding yes to a reporter who asked her whether she bought the winning ticket before she abruptly exited the store and got into a car. But the store owner daughter said that the woman didn't win the jackpot. I'm not sure why she did that. I guess she just wanted to be on TV. So she didn't win it. She didn't win it. She said she did. She said she mm. did. She was just crying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He started
1: running. He's like, did you win it? Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. Lying. What's up with the lion?
0: <laughs> it, was uh, a,
3: it was a... <laughs>
1: It's a lot of lying going on. It was probably a
3: lot in her mind thinking like, maybe, <laughs> maybe in her mind she was thinking, you know what? I'm going to let this one be one of those things that manifests itself. because <laughs> That's a billion dollar lottery ticket and, and to be walking out back to your situation. <laughs>
0: but Or she could have been doing that to get the attention off the person who actually won and their cameras running towards her, and that person could just dip off.
3: No. <laughs> all I know is,
1: that makes no sense.
3: all I know is, if that ever happened to me, man, I have to be in one of those states where you get to stay anonymous, because that's that stuff is being dragged all over the place. It's crazy. Yeah, it is.
0: That's crazy. All right, man. Copy section this week: Projects, KB, Danza, Jordan Armstrong, Church Girls Love R&B, Girls Trip EP, Jamil uh, made it home safe. Singles, Lecrae Extra, Tripp Lee, Cafetti, DKGK, and um, Lecrae Back Home, Childlike CC, and Toya Love and Mike Teasy. Duh, uh, GB, Mike Wise, um, TLS featuring Bill B, Let's Be Honest, Queen Lee, Barbie Meets Christ, Salachi Vods featuring um, King Dame, Fire, Aaron Dudes featuring Glenn Ray, Escape Games, and Chris Elijah. Brutally honest. And you can hear all these songs on the Milk playlist. The best in Christian hip-hop, gospel rap, and Christian rap. And for all you r and lovers out there, we got you too. We got a feel-good playlist. Go check those joints out right now. All right? Ryan, you got anything, brother? No, I don't,
1: sir. Okay. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars. Ryan Reicher, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go.
3: No, we're not Play the music
0: that inspires you because every song has a story. Christian hip-hop and r and music and talk on Sirius XM channel 154, 24 hours a day. Holy Culture Radio is changing the game. Discussions about faith, arts, vocation, and education. We talk about the real issues that affect our communities and work together to find solutions. Join the discussion at holyculture.net and be heard.
3: All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah, what's good? All right, make sure you go to NectarDistro.com today. We really want you to join the family. If you are out there putting music out, we've had so many submissions come through in the last couple of weeks. It's great to see you guys taking advantage. Go to the website, make sure you check it out, see what it's all about, and join the club, all right? All right, so apparently um, there's aliens.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, there was a congressional hearing for some reason. I don't know why this happened or what. But um, there was a congressional hearing, and uh, somebody stated that... Well, I'll just let you hear it.
2: <sighs> ...in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Eyewitness, like how would that be determined
1: the specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. all right, so the poll of the day is um do you believe this person or are there aliens um,
3: what do you guys what do you guys think about this whole thing? so I'm I'm feel- <clears> throat> throat> i I try not to like you know dwell in these spaces of conspiracy okay because when I see one documentary that's leaning one way, I need to see another documentary that leans the opposite way for me to be able to figure out where I'm gonna go in the middle of this, right? For instance, I'll take give you an example. Um, the moon landing, right? There's a couple of things about the moon landing that surprise me and, and make me wanna lean one way about believing, you know, if we ever really touch down on the moon. Um, one, because of the pictures. Two also the fact that you know why haven't we gone back and we
1: haven't that's a totally different thing you
3: know what i'm saying <laughs> but, but but what i'm saying is like there's some things out there that just he's a flatter it,
1: yeah. it makes yeah, me right. feel, stop watching
3: youtube bro. Uh, it makes We're me feel you, like bro. it makes me feel like there's a lot of things either being hidden or a lot of things that are theatrical
1: I think you. I think you enjoy mystery, and <laughs> if somebody packages mystery well, you're like, "Whoa, well, well, you too!" Um, I'm, but I'm not a sci-fi person. That would all well, fall that's into sci-fi. You, you need to start checking it out because a lot of what they're saying is <laughs> sci-fi. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think? Man?
0: I think we're not alone. Um, I think there's too many planets in the in galaxy that is just empty planets. You believe in aliens? Yeah, I believe it. They, they true. I believe they. Then now, I, I think the question is. Are they are they like us? You know what I mean? Do Maybe they know like, Jesus? That was no, no, I'm not even saying that. But just are they like bodies type, what I'm or is it more spiritual kind of like manifestation? Because I've heard that before. I've heard a pe- pastor preach on that, <laughs> talking about how aliens are really demons. So that's what I've heard that before too.
1: Okay, so <laughs> do I believe in aliens? No. Um, th- what I've always believed is that. Um, the aliens conspiracy are, are, are going to be used by people to explain away demons in the end times. That's what I've always. Mm-hmm. So when you see something that looks abnormal, you're going to people are going to tell people, don't worry. It's, it's what we've been saying. This aliens. Right? Yeah. I, it's, to me, it's a complete 100 percent distraction thing in my mind. It's always been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, let's just biblically, though, when I'm trying to think about aliens, the Bible does not mention beings on other planets right Night. it says made the, the made um you know stars sun yeah. earth then it sucks about yeah. does that 100 percent mean that god can have some other thing going on somewhere else it doesn't exclude that fact <laughs> it's weird but though. what what it tells me is as a christian is not something i need to be worried about you know <laughs> what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's it's completely irrelevant to my story my story is god created us to glorify Him, our job is to lead people to Christ. Boom, done. Whether other people are doing that somewhere else is none of my business. Why would I waste? What any if they come from a them?
0: galaxy far, far away? For what? Mm. What does that have
1: to do with <laughs> the story of the 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 Bible story we have laid out in front of us? See, what, it seems like such a if, you got to get to know. But what knees. if they?
0: But, but what if they were? What if they were in the Bible? You're Talking yeah. about the Nephilim type situation. So, so you're it,
1: saying Nephilim were not angels coming from heaven but they were aliens coming from no, I'm it. talking
0: about the 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 byproduct of the you know what I'm saying? Of the Nephilim impregnating
1: but what does that have to do with aliens though? Aliens are literally beings on other planets coming here. That's that's not what their story is. So
3: every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. What if you what if those knees are on a different planet? You gotta reach those knees, right? Like you gotta gotta find those people. I mean we still have people No, I'm being serious. We no, still have people <laughs> I'm not I'm, <laughs> What if? <I'm> not <laughs> what being on, what if on what if on other planets
0: <laughs> it's a reversal? Kinda like Benjamin Button. Where you start old and then you die. Why? But why? I watch that why movie. all these? Cons-
1: <laughs> like, what is the point of so
0: this? People
3: can
1: what is the point of this? This has nothing to do with us. What is the. Well,
0: because sooner or later, if they do reveal themselves, I guess the question goes is it going to be like. Because you know, you watch, you don't watch sci fi, but when you, you watch those sci fi films, the future looks like robots alien cyborgs. that's just coming that out of somebody's stuff. head I know but majority of the time that's what they I think sometimes people say that's what Hollywood wants is to reveal what's to come or what they want to come you know what I'm saying I know we, it's a distraction we, we Something, already something big happened under the under the radar when this all news hit so
3: technically you know it's not Incorrect. I mean we do have hoverboards now. We do have flying. I have hoverboards. We do have hoverboards. No, I have a don't. hoverboard. No, you don't. Um, not
0: not the one back to the future did. No, no, not that.
3: Not that specific. not the joint.
0: Just floating. Things can it. float
1: with superconductors, but we're supposed to be we
0: supposed to that. be in like driving driving yeah. in the air, but the, the point I'm making is
1: day. who cares, right? <laughs> it means nothing to your daily walk. All this stuff to me is to me distracts away from what the bible actually says is real but a non-believer is going to challenge you on that i don't care what they (laughs) challenge me on they don't know anything all right so what i'm saying is is that what we know is real just from from our heavenly father right he doesn't have to tell us everything he told us he's not telling us everything so what we do know is that there's spiritual beings and then there's beings he made on this earth that's that's it why waste any amount of your brain on any of this? I don't stuff? think
0: nobody is, but I just think it's interesting because I think people go back and forth and ask that question: like, is that something that you know? Are we alone in the galaxy? And I don't think. Why we are. does that matter? There's well, so
1: many important things to worry about. Why? It, well, does I that think matter?
0: because it, it it matters because you think about it. Just one of those things. It's a think piece. It makes you think. Like, yo, we out of all this this solar system, it's mad planets. And we're the only life form on this planet. But you
1: know what that, that thought means to me is people who ask that seem to not really be asking. I wonder if God made other creatures in the universe. They just It seems more of like an evolutionary thought. Like, well, we're here, so it has to be something else somewhere else.
3: Mm. What
1: is that? What are you talking about? Like, are, are we all, do we not understand there's a difference between what, what the world thinks about how this all came to be? And what Christians think about? But this game? Sean, yeah,
0: God, God matters in the grand scheme of things, of because He created those planets. You get what I'm saying, right? So if He created those planets, then that means He must have put some stuff on those planets. Why? Why
1: did He must have?
0: <laughs> because that's a, that doesn't make sense. Of, or maybe you know what? Maybe He saw Earth and was like, you know what? I'm just make these planets. I'm done, John. <laughs> I'm done, son. This is this is a mess. I ain't, I ain't know the so, human so
1: okay, I'll do this. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 go with y'all. If this guy is telling the truth, and there's aliens, what does that do to your faith? What does that change about what you believe? Oh, we in the end times. <laughs> so you relate seeing aliens? To now, it no, being no, the end no, no.
0: But well, because I, I'm thinking, if you always thought about um um aliens, and you think about the aircraft things, that's an advancement of technology, right? Yeah. It's not like regular technology and you don't know how like i said how far it is to get from one planet to another planet or how you know what i'm saying all these things that is questions out there and sometimes like you said it doesn't like i'm not invested in it but when you have those conversations about this then it makes you think about certain things
3: i think about this the way i think about um uh athe- um, atheists it's like they try to disprove god over the life the span of their lifetime right we in our lifetime is almost like inform- if you don't have the Bible, which is, you know, our number one history book that tells us Jesus existed. If you don't have the Bible, but then you're somewhere, you're a scientist and you're coming back and you're studying other people's research, other people's research, you don't really have enough time to really figure these things out for yourself because you're going to die before somebody, before you finish telling your part of it. So for me, it's like they, they, they are going off of what someone else told them, right? And it's complete opposite of Christianity. Like, we're going off of DNA-proven living God. And so, for me, it's like, to, to believe that, you know... I mean, to believe that they're still um, discovering planets and they're still talking Solar about systems. all these different things. Yeah, to me, it's just like, how do you know your technology is right? Like, how do you know... When you put up a, a, a telescope, you're not actually, it's not a mirrored, a mirrored image or something on the lens. Like, you know, these crazy things they talk about when you see things on camera and they say, oh, that's just a smudge on the lens. It's not really what you think you're seeing. Like, what to me, if, okay. it's all, it's all too, too convenient to say that all this stuff exists and, and then you, we can't prove it in plain sight.
0: What if, what if Okay, so <laughs> okay, so here's a question.
3: And going and you
0: because you don't watch sci-fi. Yeah. What was what is it something that majority of science fiction, especially we did with Marvel, DC, and all this other stuff? When you think about some of the stuff that these people have came came up with, of course, some people said they were high when they wrote some of that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like some people got in drugged and then you know they 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 start coming up with names and all this other stuff. I mean, you've heard people say that before. So my question to you guys would be like. What if that, what if, and I've heard this before too, when you do drugs, like you may, you may be possessed. So what happens if you did that and that happened Where you, you're talking about a possession, um, the, 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 the demonic possession is speaking through you about quote unquote, what's to come.
1: Yes, that, that is possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just> Too much. <laughs> no, no. Just, what he's just saying just is write a movie about he, the CIA and let no, me what he, watch he, that. he's actually referring to a real thing where people like call spirit writing yeah, or whatever, yeah, where yeah. they just open themselves up yeah. with drugs and just write whatever comes yeah. to mind. And yeah, you, you're opening yourself up to demonic stuff. But what I'm worried about with everybody talking about this is this whole alien fascination and the whole like, oh, shouldn't there be? So? What it shows me is that we still have trouble understanding that there's a physical world and a spiritual world. We, i it feels like what everybody's saying is they're hinting towards everything is here because of evolution. And if it's here, why isn't everywhere else? That's not the right way to think about any of the things in the Bible, but that's where most, that's where most people are coming up with aliens. If earth has people, why doesn't somewhere else have people? Because in their brain, we evolved from nothing. So, somebody else should have evolved from nothing i don't hear a lot of people asking this question Mm. from the standpoint of did god create other people other places it usually comes from a scientific reasoning kind of methodology Uh, and to biology or to me it's scary because it shows me that we're still mixing worldly thoughts with biblical thoughts even christians are still mixing those two things and i'm like that to me, you know how you know how the Bible says like there's some things that are like frivolous to talk about. Don't waste your time talking about. This feels like one of them things where it's like what difference does that make? But what, okay, Why does so that matter? Yeah.
0: so okay, so then if that's frivolous, <laughs> then when you would you say the exact same thing for Alabama, Golden State, like it can uh, be. you know what I mean? It can like be. It can be? Can be of, what?
1: None of that frivolous. frivolous but you know? but what I mean is arguing about it in the sense of it distracting away from your your walk with God. If Alabama or Golden State yeah. or Michael Jordan or LeBron distracts you from your walk with God, or it's it's something well, weird about
3: saying Alabama because he
1: started it. But <laughs> if and there's if there's something if there's fan, something weird about your, your obsession it. with the thing, then yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. that's yeah. weird. That's a weird thing to be obsessed with because it, it it shows that your thought I mean, process to where you, why you are obsessed with it might not be solid. That's yeah. what <laughs> I'm bringing. What if they saying Thanos is real? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I'm worried because I, there's a conspiracy theory that all these fantasy shows and superheroes are also created to distract away from reality of yeah. spiritual things to make you feel like oh that's not spiritual that's just superheroes or aliens oh, yeah. or something mm. that you can explain away with science fiction so, and it's like I'm I'm truly worried that we're losing what it really means to say God created the world there's There's stuff that we don't know about that aren't physical. They're not physical things. And I think everybody defaults to everything is physical because we are raised in a world that preaches evolution. So everything has to be a physical, everything has to have an explanation. It has to be from a cause that the school books told us that's, that worries me. That's why that's immediately what I think of when this comes up.
0: So you are thinking aliens are more,
1: uh, evolution, atheism topic then i think i think it's driven by people saying people appealing to the fact that when you were in school you were taught that earth is billions of years old we evolved from nothing so that should be able to happen anywhere why would we be the only ones i think that's the source of the thought and every every atheist apologist that i've ever seen they end up going back to aliens as a reasoning for how we are what we are versus god Oh they gotcha. always uh stephen hawkins is like oh well the big bang when you when you always explain like okay how could something come from nothing oh well we came from because there was another thing before that thing the aliens we got a piece of them and it's like why are you trying so hard to disprove god like because god goes against your your
0: morality mm-hmm. i think for certain people i think when you disprove God, then you don't have morals. Or you don't, not what you think you don't have morals. You have that, like, I think you know good and bad, but I don't think you have those <laughs> other morals where it makes you, like, live righteous, if you get what I'm saying. So, mm. so
1: this is me growing up. I used to love watching, like, um, Unsolved Mysteries. That's what I, and I was too. Yeah, All the too. alien I conspiracy. Still do. I, 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 love, I love it because it's an interesting thought. They got it on YouTube. But we watch, we watch. don't get lost in the fact. I just, just don't be distracted from what we know is actual reality mm-hmm. from the word of God. Yeah. Don't get, dis- like, I just, just, please just don't get distracted by that. Please go back to the, bo- this is what we know for sure God gave us to know. Mm-hmm. All these other what ifs, and it's just irrelevant. If aliens exist, they come here. What does that have to do with your daily walk and what you're supposed to be accomplishing on this earth? But what if they're part of revelation, though? It's certain, okay, certain parts of revelation where
0: it's certain parts of revelations when you read it and you go, well, the dragon does this. Yeah, this but, happens but, and this happens. And
1: But if if they convince you that aliens are real, you're not going to be thinking this is spiritual things happening. You're going to be thinking this is some invasion. No, but I get what you're saying. But also
0: from, for people who read Revelation, you would think like, yo, this is a spiritual matter. See, for me, I, when I see stuff like that, I'm thinking on the other side like, oh, wow. Because like I said, I've heard teachings that talk about aliens being more demons than what we think aliens are. So for me, if that happened, then that means then we're literally, I think that in times things is like... Is now, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. That's that's the thing I get from it. So I'm not, and going back to what you're saying, I'm not taking away from what you're saying. I'm saying that no, I get, I, I, I get you. That I get you yeah. They go hand in hand to me, where it's like you this associate is, the two together. Yeah, okay. okay. Not
1: like it's nothing. Or, so, uh, so do you, do you think this? I don't know about that. Do you think this guy is lying? That under oath, what is he? What is he saying? He has. It's biological. Like, what is he talking about? He probably got a body. Of what? An alien. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get back in. So, you in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Wright, your Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's- all right. Back in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Wright, your Sean Tanner, DJ
3: Jeremiah. What's good? Yo, make sure you go to the Track Stars podcast on Apple iTunes and leave a review. That really helps us to get the feedback and so that we know how to improve. All right. All right. So... Travis Scott just released
1: a new album, Utopia. Utopia. Um, so we have a segment we do called Dissect, where we break down things, not necessarily like how good the album is or whatever. We just want to make sure you know, like, what are these people really talking about? You know what I mean? Like, if if, if you have kids that want to listen to them, or you yourself are, you know, like love music like this, we just want to kind of show you what's kind of like behind the scenes. Like, what's, what's being really discussed, and what, what are you really... Soaking into yourself when you listen to this stuff. So, <laughs> Utopia, um, as you know, Travis Scott had a big controversy with his Astral World mm-hmm. tour. Uh, people died at his concert. He was accused of being kind of satanic at his concerts and doing weird, like ritualistic type things. Um, Jeremiah, I I think he heard all those criticisms mm-hmm. because on this album he referenced being called satanic, and he has a lot of like. God references on this album. He has a song called Thank God, which was partially produced by Kanye West. I think he is trying to push back at some of those claims. Mm. Did you did you sense that? Um
0: hmm. I did hear he did have some God bars in here. But <laughs> here's my thing about that. I, I always say this. Um I think and I and I like the two albums from Ye, Jesus Is King and Donda, but I think he did something that hit the matrix that made people think, like I can still talk about God, and I can still do my thing too, and I and I feel like I feel like Travis Scott is a byproduct of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, um, cause I and I feel like I feel like more. I I say I would say feel more like this. From Donda, then Jesus is King, yeah. because on 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 Donda, even the start of Donda, with her chant her name and all this other stuff, and then you, um, and then you hear it and you, and you and you listen to it and you go, oh wow, okay, I mean, you know what I mean? And and the first, and Jesus King was a little bit different than Donda because I felt like Jesus King was like a pure place, but even though some of those tracks was supposed to be his. Y- um, Yandi album and it was more Law of Attraction and different things right, of that nature. Yeah. So I just feel like Kanye opened up a door of a new brand of Christianity yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that I feel point. like um, Travis Scott is embracing on Utopia.
1: I like that angle. So yes did Kanye open a door where people can kind of talk about God and still kind of Say whatever they want in the midst of that. Did he open it for Christian rappers too? Yeah. Because mm. listening to this, I'm like the only big, big difference now between what mainstream rappers talk about and Christian rappers talk about is I still have not heard Christian rappers be explicit sexually. That would be a sign of the end times right there. <laughs> and, then, and you know, most of them don't curse. Right. That's yeah. really. Mm-hmm. That's really the only. But we're, difference getting we're getting there. We're getting there. We're catching up. But. <laughs> That's re- what is the difference because most Christian rap now, I'll just say, is kind of like pride bars with God sprinkled in, right? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what mainstream is. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah. kind of yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: so what, what, is, what is the difference? But I, I,
0: don't, I don't think, I think for us though, I think at the same time, I think what we're seeing, like, even though the present the presentation is that what you just said. I think behind the scenes I'm seeing more people digging a word together behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah. And so for them they they may they may be more like um I'm I'm rapping stuff I know and I'm becoming a better person behind the scenes but I may not put that in my music if you if you get what I'm saying like it's not like it's not like the cross movement days almost where it's like I'm reading the Bible I'm a, I'm going to theology school mm-hmm. I'm doing this and on that but and my pen is that as well. Yeah. It's like, I've known people now that's going to theology and they still are like, more like grits. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you get what I'm saying, where it's like, in my personal life, it's like, yo, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But in my in my artistic life,
1: it's not extremely that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, mm. I think, so, so, he has a song called Thank God, I, I believe it's called, right? Yeah. Thank God. Uh, obviously, Travis Scott is like a Kanye child, I guess. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Kanye, Kanye.
0: kid. <laughs> he's a Kanye
1: kid. He's yeah. a, he's kind of a mix of Drake, Kanye, and um, Andre. I think I heard a little bit of his influence on here too. Um, but what what do you think goes through a mainstream artist's mind where they they know there's some reason why they want to reference God, right? But either on the same song or the same album, the rest of it is unless they just don't think that stuff is wrong being sexually explicit bragging about multiple women or or one woman um bragging about defending yourself or getting your ops back and all that kind of stuff which we do that too um but (laughs) but demons is our ops not always not always (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like what what goes through their mind that says I'm a. I'm a reference God. I'm a thank God. I'm gonna say God is this, and God. He even has. There's even some lyrics on here that references Revelations. Mm. He he has like end time type bars on here. Oh really? And it's like, what are you mind. doing that for? Like, what is? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. do you think that those things mix? What's what's happening? Why say it again? Why, why do people think that speaking about God, referencing God, thanking God, giving honor to God? and then right after that talking about what they did to a young lady like what what mm. makes them think that that's okay because
3: they have their own interpretation of what God looks like to them they that's have their true. own interpretation they that's they true. have the i can praise God because i got all this money and and God is a good God and that kind of stuff but they don't necessarily have a relationship with Jesus where they want to change their heart like he doesn't come into their heart to change them you know inwardly. It, it feels more like God is a popularity tool that I need to speak about because enough people believe in him. And then you've got the fact that you can kind of you've got, you know, all these different types of Christianity we talked about, the Beyonce Christianity, the Cardi B Christianity, where you can formulate what God means to you and how you serve him and how it looks if you have a relationship with him and then still be you. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think that's the the dichotomy of all is just compartmentalizing um, in doing that, and I think that's been. I mean, um, DJ Lost and Found said um, people have been talking about God all the time in hip hop mm-hmm. even before Kanye. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, to a certain extent, it's it's it wasn't as popular to do that in the 2010s like that. You but, know what I'm saying?
1: How popular was it as a Christian? I mean, there were people like God Body, like yeah. you know, like 5% five percent type 5%, God, yeah. But how I think Kanye made it popular to be a Christian talking about God. Yeah.
3: Um, And kind of a (laughs) suit. You would have like, I mean, look at how well God's plan did, right? Which is about him, right? And so I don't
1: know if it's about him. I think I think he also means God, but um, it's just a very loose. to me, when I hear that song, it feels
3: like he's saying it was God's plan for me to succeed. It was God's plan yeah, for yeah, me to succeed. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, in my mind, it's like you took you took something so popular and you made it look like, look at me. Like, but, look at me. This could be you. Yeah, this yeah, could yeah. be you. you, you well, he did that with Amen.
0: When you listen to his verse on Amen. Well, that's so funny. we bouncing around from different people. But when mm-hmm. you listen to his verse on Amen with Drake and Meek Mill, Drake's—he basically said what he said on God's plan, like God did this. Um, you know what I'm saying? It if wasn't. I, if him. I'm yeah.
1: successful, that means I'm yeah. doing something right.
0: And now. I think that goes back to almost the prosperity gospel of when you're like, I'm winning in life, and God is doing it. You know what I'm saying? Or like God wants me that God wants me to have the blessings. You know what I mean? Not saying like God, like, like you may not you may not have hard you're gonna have hard times, but. It's like, yo, these blessings I'm getting is all from God. You know what I mean? But at the same time you're still like you said, rapping about I, I think I think what you're touching
1: stuff. on is the the religion of the Christianity of mainstream hip hop is God is always happy with me. Yeah. If I'm doing well, it's because God gave it to me. If I'm doing bad, God is testing me. But God is never disappointed in you. And I, I wonder if we've all kind of turned into that where God is God is never Disappointed in what you're doing. Yeah, if something is wrong in your life, it's because you know, you know, God's trying to make you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what what if it's what if God is really just trying to get your attention and get you to stop doing something? You know what I mean? Nobody ever. I never hear anybody say that. But I think I think
0: when you look at certain pastors and they don't speak on that, they don't speak to you saying. You know, God wants you to stop having sex with that girl. God wants you to stop doing drugs. He wants you to live for him, and he wants you to be, like, you know, on fire for him. He wants you to—everything you're doing now, he wants you to do that for him. And some people may take it like, well, I, mean, I am doing that for him. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it for the devil. or anything. But I think the deception of the enemy is so strong right now that, that people are thinking they're doing stuff for God or God is blessing them.
1: You know what I mean? Okay, so so help me because to me this seems to be the crux of everybody's issue. It's always it's always sex. It's yeah. always sex. It seems like it seems like I don't think the people talking like Travis Scott. I don't think he thinks there's anything wrong with him bragging about what he does sexually with women that aren't mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah, which is every woman right now, right? Yeah. So why is that part? Of scripture so hard to understand in our culture, sexual immorality. Why is mm. that such a hard? It seems like that is the wow. main issue that we're always in here talking about. That's what, true. what is what? Why, why is that seemingly so okay for so many people, even Christians? Like, is okay to do the sex thing and and
3: God, sex and God? I don't know, man. What do you, what your thought? I think it's because and I've had this conversation before, with y'all. I think it's because it's the the one sin that you grew up knowing but then found out it was something you would eventually be able to do if you got married you see what I'm saying so it's like it's the, it's the one sin that can eventually be made right there are no other sins that can eventually be made right other than this one sin nice. so your interpretation of it is different like for me I'll, I'll give you an example I thought, I thought adult movies and adult films and rated R stuff was just stuff I couldn't see when I was a kid I didn't know it was actually bad for me until i became you know an adult and realized what it was doing you know in a spiritual walk so i'll I'll say like the movies that i didn't watch when i was a kid i still haven't watched them to this day you know and i've talked about that because when i was a kid i was a kid and it never occurred to me to go back and watch something that i wasn't able to see back then um and it's simply because like I would say, and I do it to my kids all the time. We, me and my wife, we do it to our kids all the time. We say, hey, you can't, you can't watch this show. You can't listen to this. Go out the room. Like, you know, this is mommy and daddy time, whatever. And it's because we know that there's either some language there or there's something that might pop up, you know. Um, and it's the same thing. It's like, that's the one thing that you can reverse. Now, it just happens to be that some people think of it as, I can't do this as I'm a kid, but I can do whatever I want when I become an adult. And that's where the the sexual sin has gotten perverted because now they're like, oh, I was just told I couldn't do this as a kid, but now that I'm an adult, why should I feel like this is wrong? You see what I'm
0: saying? And and right now I think we're in the sexual liberation movement of anything goes as long as it as long as you don't hurt or hurt nobody or kill nobody. Mm-hmm. It was between two consensual adults. You're good. Like, what what are you? You know what I'm saying, like so I think, and like and then a lot of people coming from that background, what you just saying, like yeah. where it's like no, don't do that, no, no, with no explanation is very dangerous. And what I mean by that is when you you talk to a kid or a teenager, and you just say don't do that, don't watch that, and you just like why why can't I watch it. And there's no explanation why, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, because it's because they got like you, you. explain to your kids like it's some words in there that I don't want you to hear right now, or it got some scenes in here that it will be very hard for you to understand at your age, yeah. so you can't watch that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Versus, and then honestly, if you shield them too much going that way, then they may go even crazier when they become mm. an adult. Yeah. So I think that's what we are, and that and that's why I, I was asking that that question about. Um, of the end of America. But I I just think the reason why for artists it's so hard is because it's performative. It's like, that's part of your performance of a person where you're, you're, you're so of all of them on stage that you want to be with them. You know what I'm saying? Or you want to be like them. You know what I mean? So I I think that's one of those things where for artists, especially if it's, if, if it's a coping mechanism like, just to have sex with any girl and, like, you know, you brag about it. especially if it's somebody that people and your friends are trying to quote-unquote bag and you bag them first and you bragging about it, it says something.
1: Yeah, I, I, to me, when I'm listening to it, I, there, I mean, he doesn't really say much to be controversial. Like, when we did the Kendrick one, it's like he's trying to be deep and stuff. Yeah. Travis is not trying to be deep, yeah. So it's hard to say like he said anything wrong. To, to me, the the consistent like what's wrong with this yeah. that kept coming to me was this is just literally he every single song is just him bragging about sex, yeah. And I just don't know what's going to turn the tide there because even people I would consider are you would say they're Christians, they they're murky in this area yeah. too mm-hmm. when they talk so. Uh, This is my prayer for Travis. I pray that he understands what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. and that the call isn't just to not do it, but also to speak out against. Mm. See what I'm saying? I was trying to think, what would this sound like if Travis was a sold out Christian? Right. Which is what we hope for every artist that we talk about on this show. Right. And the difference to me is learn from what you've done wrong get closer to Jesus, and then turn around and help other people do the same thing. And I don't know where he, obviously it doesn't seem like he's where I want him to be on that journey yet, but that's where I'm hoping everybody comes to. All the people, when we talk about you know, Beyonce or Jay-Z or Kanye or whoever it is, I just pray that they get to the point where they realize that their responsibility, the blessings that they, they feel that they have, yep. there's a responsibility to now turn around and tell the people that they're rapping to. That this is not how you get it. This is not yeah. the right way to be. And I think the prayer just has to be: How do they get that? What what can we? What can God do to help them get that in yeah. their heart? Well, so, I, I, you know.
0: I think also too, it's you know being. I think I think people. I think people don't understand that. You know, this life is the only life we have. And I think sometimes uh, I remember. Uh, uh, um, a rapper saying back in the day, a Christian rapper saying back in the day that this is the only heaven that you'll ever get, meaning like this is your heaven, and I think some people treat it that way, where it's like, mm, get what yeah. You can. yeah, get what you can now, and I and I think for Travis, um, my prayer for him is, it's just like, um, really heal, like you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent of what what um, what academics was talking about, like really like heal, and then also talk about what's going on what's, yeah. what what happened you, you with You gotta I mean? deal with what happened. Yeah.
1: Like so if if you know what Jeremiah's talking about, academics went in on Travis basically saying like this was his al- it was crazy that he was doing it. But this was <laughs> this was his opportunity to right. really deal with what happened with Astro World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really talk about yeah. it. He kind of references, you know, hard times and things like yeah. that. Um but he this album is pretty upbeat. There's some some darker songs yeah. on it, but it's pretty much like if you didn't know his story, you wouldn't yeah. know anything happened to him, you know? Yeah. And he never seemed to really deal with the fact that he, it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's his fault, but he created an environment where people died. Yeah. Like that, that sits with him. And maybe, and, has to sit and with
0: going you. back to sexual morality, maybe that's his copingism. How, how he gets through it. How he gets through this is is having sex with different women and bragging about it because it's like, it's fun. It's it's It's, you know, it's... I'm Travis Scott and I had sex with all these women. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But at the same time, the same Travis may be when he is alone, may be like, man, this is I I can't deal with life. Yeah. So I need to cope and I need to cope with something or do something to help I me deal my with mind what's off of yeah. This.
1: I understand that. All right. Well, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ, Jeremiah. Let's go. <laughs>